Today I want to share my story. I hope it won't make you feel like I'm talking about myself all the time. But that's a story um, how God's changing or restoring my family. And um, when I was thinking about my family, because I don't have a family in here, I'm um, being alone in here. All my family is in Hong Kong. So family to me is quite something very special because I might, like before pandemic, I will only see them once a year or once a while. Um, but now I see them every single week because uh, after the pandemic, we use Zoom quite a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> we're using Zoom to kind of sing or, and uh, seeing each other. And also I create a group for my family uh, to have a Bible study group together uh, every single week. So we're seeing each other quite a lot now. Um, can I do activities right now? Yeah, for like maybe five minutes or something, yeah? So, um, because the story is about when I was young, so I want you to think about when you were 18 years old. Can I have the first slide, please? So anyway, so I want you to think about the <laughs> um, when you were 18 years old, um, where you were and where you are now, and then what was your hobbies and what, what are the hobbies you have, uh, what kind of work you have. I don't know if you work when you were 18 and now and then what kind of achievements do you have in when you were 18? And now, what kind of relationship? Oh, it's quite a long list anyway. Um, what kind of um, family situations kind of thing? So you can talk with the people around you, maybe like two, two of you talking to each other, kind of get to know each other a bit, a bit. Find someone you don't really know. Like, not like they're growing up with you when you were 18. Yeah. It's coming. No. You don't have the you don't have the slide? The same slide. The After. So, uh, all right. Thank you.
So, thank you. I hope you get to know your friends a bit more because, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I hope you get to know each other a bit, a little bit more. Um, especially our background is important. When, especially when we came from somewhere probably very unfamiliar to you. So some of the things we always want to share with somebody, but um, maybe we don't have a lots of chances and talk about or opportunities to talk about or to people will understand us. So for the people like us, uh, we moved from somewhere to here. Um, sometimes we would like to have an opportunity to share our story. So today is the story about how did God restore my, the relationship with my family. So when I was uh, three years old, um, my younger brother died. He got a brain tumor. I'm not quite sure that is the right, uh, that is the, um, that is the things, I uh, mean, the, the illness he has um, causing his death because my family never talked about that. I never knew what made him died or how he died or, you know, things like that. And the only, I have very minimal uh, memories about him. And, but I have a big chunk of memories about my parents. They were fighting each other. They were grieving. They were crying. With, I have no idea why they always cry or why they always being sad. So that's the background I'm growing up. When I was young, and I have a brother and sister, uh, they're older than me. So I, my, after my younger brother died, I became the youngest. Um, when, I'm, when, when I was looking, uh, observing, maybe I should say, observing how my sister and my brother behave in the family, I always have to tell myself, be quiet and listen. <laughs> so, because this is how your younger siblings learn how to survive in the family. Um, because I, my sister, she's always sick. Like, she's not a healthy um, children, uh, child. And my brother, he's super active. So my mom spending a lots of time with them. Uh, looking after my sister, um, you know, my brother, dis discipline my brother. <laughs> and I'm being the youngest, I learn how to be <laughs> not being disciplined by being quiet and being listened. But in my heart, I was always wanted my mom's attention. I was always want her to look at my drawing or telling me how good I was in my uh, sports and kind of things like this. But I kept that kind of list inside of me. I never told her what I wanted from her. My father was always busy. 
um, he was at work most of the time. Uh, when he came home, it was very late. So we went, we were in bed or we were all asleep. So we only spent a little time with him in the weekends. So for me, my father was some someone I can only spend time when if I can stay up if I can stay up late, then I will spend time with him or only in the weekends. Um, my when I was um, almost a teenager time, because before the teenager, I was being a very good child. I was being uh, always quiet and listened. But during after the whole, I don't know how many years, but when I was 12 or 13, I decided to change my mind. I decided to take back the control <laughs> and do what I want to do. So at that time, I decided to quit school, the first thing. <laughs> Sorry, maybe surprise you. But uh, I decided to quit school. I, the first thing, I didn't want to go to school anymore. So uh, my mom was like, what's going on? Why are you not going? I was like, I don't want to go. So there's no negotiation. I just stopped school. And then the second thing, I quit, I quit home. I didn't want to go home anymore. So I, I should say, if I want to go come home, I will come home. If I want to go somewhere else, I will go. Or if I want to stay with my friends, I went to my friend's house. So you can imagine my time from being completely um, listened and quiet and do whatever my mom asked me to do to the time when I <laughs> to, <laughs> to say like, I'm not going to school, I'm not coming home, I do what I want, I hang out with my friends. Um, and that's it. And my family was like completely have no clue why I have made the decision like this. They were like, why? And they're trying to discipline me or trying to talk to me, like, tell, tell us what is going on. Or they lock me up to not letting me out. And this didn't change me at all because I make my mind in my head. When I was 18 years old, as I ask you guys to share your 18 years old time, that was the darkest time in my life because I, I barely finished my high school, um, start my job, and I work in a night club, pub, like a nightclub and kind of thing. So um, I work from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m. I'm trying to avoid all the time when my family uh, um, at home or just uh, avoid meeting them. Um,
because I felt like I never connect to my parents. They don't really care what I want. I'm not very sad. <laughs> Time is past. Um, because I didn't feel like I'm trying so hard to connect with my parents when I was young, but I never felt like I have the connection with it, with them. I never felt like they really care what I want. So I decided to live my own life at that time. I try to find a job I can completely avoid them. I don't need to meet with them. I don't need to talk with them. But I'm hurting myself so much because of that decision. I also hurt them very much because I don't care about their emotions or feeling as well. We're trying to well, I didn't try. I didn't try to restore anything. I mean, restore the relationship with my family. But they're trying to reach out, but it never have the right way to connect um, together. So this kind of darkness in my life from eighteen to twenty-two, that was the darkest time in my life. And um, and I met Jesus in my twenty-two. It's completely changed my life. I never want to. I never thought I would come to church, or I never thought I would connect with God. Even though I was study in um, Christian school when I was young, I heard some of the uh, Jesus stories, and um, I knew some of the. A story about crucified and cross. Uh, he died on the cross and kind of thing, but I never thought that would relate to my life. Until when I was twenty-two, I went to the meeting in the church. My friend asked me, "Would you like to come to the church with me?" <laughs> I was like, "Once, that's it." <laughs> um, he, she wasn't a Christian, but he, she wanted to know what the church is like. So she asked me to come to go to the church with her. I said, yeah, I, I will only come once with you. And um, at that meeting, um, the speaker was trying to, to say something, uh, the Chinese traditional um ancestor worship and then the Bi the God in the Bible kind of doing the com comparison kind of thing. I don't even remember what he was saying. But at the end, um, he was asking people if you want to believe in Jesus, you come to the front. So at that time, my heart was pounding. 
I, was, I knew it was something different in that moment. And um, my friend, she was sitting next to me and turned to me, she was crying and she was like, do you want to go? I was like, I can go with you <laughs> if you want to. And then we went down together. And um, I w I in, in that moment when I was standing in front of everyone like this, I felt so much shame at that moment. I, f I thought of things I have done in my life. And um, I didn't want to lift my head up. I was bowing my head. I felt so much shame in my life at the moment. And um, I suddenly hear a voice inside of me to say like, there's no shame. You can lift your head up. So I did it. And I felt a big peace came to my life at that moment. And that voice from that on, it never left me always speak to me when I need to. And that peace never left me either. And then I went, and then we both got safe <laughs> at that moment. And then, um, and that we decided to go to the church next week. And we found the church ar um, around our area. And then we went to the first Sunday service we ever had. And at the end of the service, the people in the front would ask us to form a little group, three or uh, th two or three people together to pray for each other. So that was the first time I was in the church. And then um, they, one of the guys asked me, how can we pray for you? And that was the, f the only thing in my head was my family. I said, I want my family back. So I didn't explain too much. I didn't, I didn't tell them what happened. And um, he was just praying. I didn't even remember what he was praying. He was just praying and then we went home. It's nothing very dramatic. It's not miracle immediately. But during that week, my mom called me. My mom not always called me. Even now, she won't. She not always call. And uh, my mom called me to say, like, "Hey, uh, do you want to come to the barbecue on Saturday?" I was like, "What?" And I said, "Who is coming?" And she said, "All of us." I said, "You did." brother and sister and me? She said, yes. Because at that time, we haven't had a family event for over, over a decade, like over 10 years, we haven't had family event um, together. So I was very confused. In my head, I was thinking, why we have this barbecue right now? Is it, and then the and then the prayer came back to me at that time was like, was it because we pray and God listened to my prayer and then he, we have a barbecue? 
So uh, lots of questions started throwing in my head and I became quite interested to know who this God is at that time. So I continued to go to the church. I asking questions. I started to pray and I I mean, I experienced quite a lots of prayers, God, how God answered the prayers, and, and um, especially how he restored my family. So it's not like a quick fix uh, immediately. My family is, everyone loves each other. It's not like this. We spend a lot of time we apologizing to each other. We forgive one another. We embrace each other's um, mistakes and the things we have done to each other and um, I would probably say that journey we were walking together about um, how we can restore um, each other relationship it was precious like I won't trace anything to this journey we're still walking together. We're still having, sometimes I'm still, mom, come on, you know. But we still have that kind of moment. But we understand each other much, much more. We, we know we never be perfect. But we understand forgiveness. We understand how to embrace. We're trying to be the best of each other. So, this is my family. So, my parents and that corner, they were baptized together. And then, this is my family, and my, my sister, my brother, my brother's wife, and then his son. And that one is the last picture we took together. It was 2004. I came back from, from study in America. And then we took that picture. Because during these 20 years, I was always not at home. Either my father died before, um, after he got saved, two, uh, two years after he got saved. So I would probably say all of us, I was the first one came to the Lord, and then and then my sister, my mom, my brother, my brother's wife, and then my my father, and then couple cousins and uncle and aunts and you know all these people they came to to the Lord. I mean, that kind of experiences I never were in in my imagination. So. I will say sometimes I will I, I know sometimes the family problem is the hardest problem we can solve. But in God we can. Thank you.